You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. This week was dumb, but DirecTV gave me a commercial that I will cherish for the rest of my life. It was the mashup we didn't know we needed, but so desperately filled our cup. Like, I was not prepared and simultaneously overjoyed and thrilled. Like it was a good throwback OG Real Housewives, not like the new ones too. So like I even, a person who hasn't watched the franchise in a minute, loved it and appreciated it. If you missed it, there was a uh, Real Housewives crossover with Cowboys direct TV commercial. It was really just Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb. Um, in the commercial with one Kyle Richards, Teresa Judice, and uh, Kenya Moore. And I was so excited. <laughs> I like literally dropped my phone when I saw the promo picture. I was like, what on earth is going on? You're like, what is this perfect intersection of my interests? And who is big brothering me and creating this content? I don't know, but that's why like, a lot of times when I jokingly will say to my phone, like, oh, I want to see more of this, like to my FBI agent inside my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, I guess he's like really been listening and I appreciate that. What do you think his name is? The FBI agent in your phone? I think mine's name is, I don't know. I got to figure that out. I feel like his name is like Frank, Frank, the FBI agent. But like, that's his like it's FBI. Girl. Oh, hell yeah. No, mine's Frank because like, my honestly some of the recommendations i get are pretty clumsy it's like i'm like talking ish on something and i I get targeted for that product that i'm talking poorly about and i'm like no (laughs) like selective hearing you're not you're not picking up the right things like be smarter so it's again no offense men but like it's probably like it's probably a dude it's probably frank it's gotta be frank that's my thought oh yeah now that you say it like that why did it why did I immediately go to like a dude's name when I was thinking of my FBI agent it could be anybody I'm just telling you like it could be but like Frank is definitely in my phone and he has selective hearing he tries (laughs) I'm not going to give him an A for effort but he's like halfway eating a donut you know sipping his coffee like reading the comics and then like his earbuds and he perks up and he's like oh keyword and then like sends me that ad. And I'm like, <laughs> no dummy. Like I was actually saying how much I hate this. And he's like, you want to see more of it? And I'm like, 
absolutely not. But sure, Frank, like what it hit send, check the box like that. Do you boo? Do you? Frank should let me take over. Um, but I, I loved that the guys really leaned into this commercial too. Like Dak and CD both make like were asked about it. CD was like, he said something like, Oh, good thing that, uh, I wasn't that like stunt double. Cause she really put the hit on him and like, <laughs> cause he got knocked out of bounds by Kenya Moore, quote unquote. Um, and I loved every minute of it. And Dak flipped a table in front of Teresa Judice. And if you don't know anything about a, the table flip, like just Google Real Housewives of New Jersey table flip. It'll be iconic. Iconic. It goes on in history. Put it in the Louvre. Put it in the Louvre. It is genuinely Real Housewives history. It's honestly like it's pop culture history at this point. Like Real Housewives is a part of us. Like we are one and the same. It's kind of wild. How do we get here? Truly, I have like two episodes of Housewives to watch once we get done recording tonight. So, oh, nice. Speaking of which, I'm probably going to post up and watch Southern Charm because, you know, that's my trash. You got to catch up. I do got to catch up. I really do. I love Southern Charm. Let's try and get one of them on our podcast. That'd be amazing. Uh, If anyone wants to do more Bravo and Cowboys crossovers, we are here for it, essentially. 100%. Hundo P, we can make that happen. That is very aligned with GTV. We're here for it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I, uh, I kind of wanted to dive into a couple of like, obviously the Cowboys had joint practice with the Chargers this week. Um, and there's just several storylines floating around like post uh, Broncos game, which was again, like, you know, I think it was the most penalties ever recorded in a preseason game, which just so happens to happen to the most penalized team in the NFL from last year. So things are going great, guys. Things are going great. Uh, I'm, not emoji. Say, I'm not saying like Mashoda is the one who invented this, but I'm not saying he's not. I just saw him post it and I was dying. It was a meme of like, it's the sad cow, like the sad, sad rowdy, like that's hanging his head or whatever. And he's on the field, like surrounded by yellow flags. And I was like, yeah, that, that about does it. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. Yeah, I mean, it was, that's like kind of crazy to be totally frank. It was, to me, <clears throat> I was listening to Barry Church on the halftime and, you know, we'll kind of go into this. Actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take a step back. I actually would like to start with that topic because I have some things that I'm sure you do too. I want to get your thoughts like panic meter, right? Like we've gone through training camp. We're almost done. It's, you know, second preseason games coming up against the chargers to have the joint practice. Like we are, we are nearing the real deal, right? So everyone goes through training camp, myself included. And it's like, ah, you know, it's fine. It's you're, you, you know, we got to knock the rust off. Right. And then preseason, you're like, ah, it's preseason, like whatever. Okay. So we are one game closer to the real thing and where things matter. And so I personally am starting to take things more seriously. And I need to know, in your personal opinion, where you're setting your panic meter at. <laughs> like, as the anxiety queens we are, are we pan- like, where are we on the panic meter scale for some of the following topics? And I feel like we should, uh, we should start with the outcome of last week's game, where T God to the God himself, Ben Danucci, the nooch, um, for not letting us get shut out. But the penalties, Lord have mercy. What a misery. Lord have mercy. 
Are we panicking? I'm, of course, okay. I'm, I'm gonna let you ask each question, but just know what's coming. I am panicking. I'm panicking, panicking a lot. There is zero, I, this is a red alert. Five alarm fire. I'm concerned. I, everyone's getting mad at me in my mentions. The, I, the amount of mentions I've gotten lately is telling me I'm a negative Nancy in well, less kind terms is actually kind of funny. Did you say that again? Oh, Siri got involved. She agrees. Like, yeah. honestly, I'm not even joking. I, I, this is the most negative I felt going into a season and maybe I'm just like in my feelings, but let me just say, you hear that? That's me actually Ooh. legitimately opening a beverage, you know, because I feel like my blood pressure is going to rise. If we have this conversation because again, like for me, I know preseason doesn't matter quote, but like in my personal opinion, I actually think I disagree with that statement. I like honestly kind of wholeheartedly, I feel like it there it's, it could be like a tempo kind of, you set the tempo, right. And it's a mentality and there's, you know, why lose if you don't have to like, why? Like, I mean, sure. It doesn't matter. Like you don't want to go in. I'm not saying do that at the expense of like your key players, but like everyone across the board on the roster should be playing a clean game and like fundamentally sound. Let's try to win the game. Even if we do have like our second and third string in, like I just, and I feel like we toss around the narrative and I honestly think it's kind of a dangerous one to assume that these games don't matter. And I just feel like sports and football are such, um, there's such a mental component. And I just think it's, you know, why not stack victories so that you can build morale so that you can go into the season on a high note, a positive note. And instead of being like, all right, guys, like, you know, great job sucking it up out there. Like, who cares that we had 50,000 penalties? Like, you know, not that that's ever going to be something that they've ever said, but like the performance on the field, even if it was the first preseason game, the sloppiness, I'm panicking is what I'm trying to say. I hate it. I don't like it. And I just think it's undisciplined football. And it absolutely cannot continue. Like we just can't even let that pattern be a thing anymore. I think that like, I completely agree with you. Like you should want to win, you know, preseason games. However, I don't put too much stock in that normally. Um, but this just kind of exposes like the fact that our depth chart is like a foot bath shallow. Yeah. Like, who, who, <laughs> who's on the team? Yeah, literally. I, so Once like you I, take away your big name guys and like, yes, there was some, oh. like, there was some good moments. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, Megan, let's actually do that. Um, and Abby agrees or that was Josie, I think. Um, no, yeah, true. Um, shush up Josie. Love you. But I, I actually do want to do that exercise, my dear Mego. And again, I need to take a sip while I do it because my blood pressure is rising. Um, as I say this, oh, okay. Why receiver? Um, pretty sure I went off on like a little mini rant last week and I am kind of, I feel like I'm kind of doing the same thing. 
Um, but I, CD Lamb being out this week, they're holding him out as precautionary. They say his foot injury that he has, like, is a cut that needs stitches, like, like a minor cut that needs stitches. Like, first of all, I want to hear the story for how that happened. Like, what are we doing? I mean, well, I, how did that happen? I'm curious, genuinely. Like, <laughs> I actually, I'm not even going to tell that story. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling that story. But I, yeah, I just, I'm curious of the story. That's just the journalist in me that wants to know. But second of all, okay, so speaking of being exposed, he's not playing for a hot minute. Michael Gallup's not there. So are we panicking with what's left at wide receiver? God forbid, should anything happen to CD Lamb? Are we panicking? 100%. If you lose your one, like, wide receiver one, like, what are you going to do? Pass away. Temporarily. Think and dunk it to Dalton Schultz is what you're going to do. Fair. You're going to force TP into the slot position, which great give tp more stuff but like it's just they're not addressing it and i don't know if this is some like i know it's an, I actually you know i was gonna say i don't know if it's some like poker game that they're doing with us but we uh we learned in this offseason that they're bad at poker games because they just show their cards all the time yeah um, not good yeah so what I'm gathering is that they uh, aren't doing anything about the depth on, on a lot of multitude of positions, um, wide receiver, wide receiver being a crucial one. So, um, yeah, panicking a lot. <laughs> as a, as an, an avoidant anxious person, I understand the concept more than I'd like to admit of someone going out and not addressing something that desperately needs to be addressed but i also realize the the repercussions of that behavior are that things add up and when you don't deal with them initially even though it sucks to deal with them and you're like oh that's a problem for tomorrow me it gets worse it gets really bad like a lot worse and then you're like oh my goodness nuclear meltdown we are not okay and then you kind of have to clean up this you know disaster if you will and you're like man looking back i should have probably just done things the easy and right way when i had the opportunity and i can't help but think that is a similar situation to where we are right now yeah uh it's just I think we all kind of saw it already. Um, but when something like this happens with CD, you're just like, I I feel like I'm naked in front of like a crowd of people right now. What is happening? We are so exposed. Yeah. We're like, there's no passing game here, but we also know that we don't have, we're not going to have a very good time having a running game either. So granted um, there was, you know, some successes last night, not last night, the other night. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it was this week. We're not even recording on like a Friday here right now, but I still said last night as in like last Saturday. So good for me. Um, <laughs> but 
yeah essentially essentially <laughs> my just, like we're just exposed we are exposed 100 percent. sorry my dog is having a meltdown in the back because i put him in the bedroom and he's like oh my god where are you um it's fine so i'm just you know trying to pretend like i'm not a horrible dog mom which i am not but he is being awfully dramatic right now so speaking of dramatic i feel dramatic about the wide receiver position i do want to get your thoughts too on this you know tangent storyline about the concept of dak being expected to elevate the wide receiver room like i i are you panicked by that thought like do you think that's even remotely reasonable reasonable are we like well we paid you enough you should be able to make lemonade out of lemons my friend or are we like hey um here's the thing we have this like you know one lemon that's good and then one of them is like halfway halfway like rotting and like we're going to try and bring that one back to life but the other ones are like dried lemons like they're straight up dried so Hopefully you can figure out how to make some sort of like lemonade, herbal tea, some sort of like infused vodka situation, because here's what we got for you. Like figure it out. That was the worst analogy ever. And I hope you guys it's think so. But <laughs> honestly, like the worst of all time. I don't know who I just called a dried lemon besides Jalen Tolbert, which I didn't mean to do. <laughs> Sorry, Jalen. <laughs> You're not a dried lemon. You're a clump lemon. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, that is just not a reasonable expectation to put on Dak Prescott. Yes. Is he getting paid a lot of money to lead this team? Yes. Of course. But like, are you helping him in any way, shape, or form? Help no. me help you. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Well, it's just like, you're, they love to spin these narratives about, you know, like, we like our guys, TM, whatever. I like, that's all well and good. I like them too. Um, but are they gonna win a Super Bowl? Uh, guys that you're setting up Dak Prescott with, granted, yeah. you have some that can help him win a Super Bowl, but you're crippling him in a lot of different positions and you expect him to put the entire team on his back? Yeah. I just. That's just not reasonable. I'm sorry. Like, not, we've seen 
Aaron Rodgers can't even do that. And I don't even like giving him credit, but like he makes um, lemons or lemonade out of dried lemons all the time until it gets to like huge pressure situations and going to the NFC championship game and then going <laughs> on. Then somehow he makes, he pulls it out. And then some, somehow he's not enough. Cause he's one guy. I mean, I understand the concept of, you know, Dak elevating the wide receivers. Like, I definitely think you expect a lot of leadership out of him. But then I'm like, okay, so he's supposed to elevate the receivers when you've given him, like, a patchwork O-line. So he should elevate the receivers while he is, like, running for his life, hopefully not dying, right? And But elevate the receivers. Like, make them great. And also don't die. And it's like, I'm, I just feel like that's a lot. And I think there should He's be a his running game crutch too. It's like, what do you want him to do? Just fling the ball around. Yeah. Pretty much. He'll try. <laughs> like, are we all in a simulation where it's just like, we keep going round and round and like, it's like, what is that movie called? not that I know anything about movies. Like the what show, the whatever show, where the Truman show, where like someone's just like scripting, scripting this. And then we're all just kind of like playing along and we don't even know that we're doing this. And we're just kind of with the amount of stuff that happens to me on a daily basis. I often think that has to be the explanation for what's happening. And you would tell me as an actor on said show. Um, But, you know, that thought does cross my mind. It's like, isn't there someone who isn't like the TABC? They have to tell you if, it, if they're undercover, you have to be like, are you TABC or something like that? Like, you think there's like a, a line that you have to tell the actors? Oh, you're like, are you, yeah. Are you an actor? Are you a cop? Like, are you a cop? And then I wonder what that line is. We guys, we should figure out what that line is. Like, are you, yeah, we'll just go to, we'll just gotta go. Are go, you an go, actor in a show about me? Yeah. I'm gonna go to Jerry Jones and be like, Jerry, question, serious question. Are you an actor in a show about me? And he's like, who? Are you, you're actually um, the villain in the show, actually, for being, yeah. <laughs> Not Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, um, so let's keep the topic on deck. Uh, you know, they had their joint practice. I kind of want to get your thoughts on this. You can't expect perfection, but I think, you know, while we're cutting him some slack in other areas, I'm interested to see your panic meter slash if you're cutting him some slack in all the areas and he did get intercepted several times. So are you panicking about Dak's game and how he performed in this joint practice? Um, no, I'm not because that that's one of the things like, yes, I am panicking about a lot of things. I am panicking about them putting a lot on top of him. But that's one thing I know that he's up to the challenge for is when he, um, you know, is having a hard time, he will figure his way out of it. Right. Um, granted, he gets the help. Um, so when I see you know, him throwing interceptions in a practice, I'm like, good, get that stuff worked out now. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think. And he said so. He said just as much um, when he was talking about uh, one of the newer guys. The other, like, at the first week of camp, I believe, 
Yeah. He was just like, I like to see like the new guys in that situation. I want them to get uncomfortable. I want them to get comfortable in the uncomfortable. So that doesn't, that stuff doesn't work. Yeah. I guess for me, again, like I, <clears throat> I always think back and granted, I didn't play college sports. I didn't play pro, <laughs> but growing up, I feel like, you know, fundamentals was always preached. Right. And like, I just think that it's really, really important to just nail those, especially when you're at the professional level. So for me, like I, you know, I do expect that from him being that he is, you know, one of the highest paid, high, highest paid quarterbacks in the league. And again, like I know it's market value and I preached that so hard when he was getting his deal, but like you got the deal and it is market value. And so, you know, it's time to be, you know, to, to perform against that. And so I do kind of expect that, like, I know it's practice, blah, 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 blah. Again, practice how you play. Like I just, I, I wish there would have been a little cleaner. And I know that, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that he did it. He had that joint practice. I think that's good for him to have these like real, more real life reps against players that, you know, don't know his schemes aren't going to be giving him some slack, like all the above. Um, but yeah, I still hate to see it. And I'm like, guys, like fundamentals, like, let's just like really lock it down and clean it up. Like that's just feels like really important to me. I feel that. Okay. So let's stay on the topic of, of quarterbacks. Um, this one's going to sound weird. So Will Greer, uh, Cowboys, one of the Cowboys backup quarterbacks, you know, QB three, four, whatever, depending on who you are, I think it's pretty well known. He's probably QB three. Um, but you know, I, I am curious because he had a groin injury and, you know, Cooper Rush didn't have like the most amazing game in Denver. And I mean, let's face it, like Ben DiNucci outdueled him because he's the God. Um, but either ben way, Ben DiNucci, um, when Will Greer goes down, do you have any sort of semblance of like a panic meter? Because for me, I know we talked about wide receiver and I'm just a little sensitive when it comes to depth and, uh, you know, just because of my past experiences with this team. And so, yeah, like, I'll be honest, when I see one of my quarterbacks go down, like, even if it is like the number three guy, I'm like, Whew, okay, like, okay, I don't love that. I personally have a little bit of panic. I know that sounds crazy. Maybe I'm just scarred. PTSD, TBD. It's not that I don't have panic um, because I do. But when we're talking about, you know, um, these guys that were dueling for the um, QB2 spot, um, I always kind of thought it was just going to be Cooper Rush anyways. Yeah. Um. And it's simply based off of, we like our guys. Cooper Rush, our guys. Cooper Rush won a game for us last year. Starting. Coopy Rush. Coopy Rush. Big I hear Yeah. So, yeah, that, I mean, I don't, I don't like seeing Will Greer go down by any means. Um, and I am concerned about it for sure. But I always, I kind of thought even though that even though will was doing well i thought cooper rush was just gonna get the get qb2 anyways yeah and um i actually meg i hear cooper rush's wife is awesome so we gotta be friends with her um 
down. So let's Lauren, make that happen. Lauren Rush, let's go. Let's go, baby. Uh, <laughs> join our girl gang. We're fun. We're cool. We promise. Um, <laughs> we're still waiting for um, Mrs. Quinn to join us. <laughs> oh, we are. We got to work on that. We really got to expand our network this season. We got to really work on that. Like, we got a little lackadaisical, but I mean, we got our core peeps. It's fine. Just saying. Like, yeah. the more gals, the better, honestly. True. That's what I have to say. Truly. We want to collect them. Yeah. I mean, I feel you. I just, I just feel like, and maybe again, like this comes from someone who's really been hashtag blessed, hashtag spoiled with a backup quarterback that was, you know, borderline starting caliber. (laughs) So, you know, I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent fair for me to be so anxious, but I just feel like, you know, our depth issues are, are make me a little nervous. And I just think I have some like leftover trauma from the, you know, the, the, the injury that should not be repeated. Girl, same. Okay. So we got new Sage for this year. Don't worry. Yeah. Speaking of Sage, uh, there is going to be, we're going to need to Sage this O-line because I also need to get your thoughts on our O-line. Josh Ball has, you know, I don't know. I'm getting mixed reviews on him, honestly, when I'm kind of poking around and seeing what the interwebs has to say. So interested to kind of hear your thoughts. Like, how are you feeling about this O-line, you know, with the different rotations they've been putting out there? We don't have to go into specifics, but like overall, uh, what's what's the word, Bird? Are you panicked? 100%. 100%. Threat level midnight. I'm very, uh. um, but like I've expressed this many times to the point where I, like I said, my mentions are uh, negative Nancy and it usually stems from this conversation um, because I just, I don't understand where their heads were at when they depleted the O-line unnecessarily to then like, patch this together it and it doesn't it's not working right now you know happy to eat crow if that um you know changes but it's you know it's proving not great and there's not a lot of depth there again um well let's go is like not gonna be around i just don't see i don't see what the thought process was on any of the moves that they made in the offseason um, and like I said, we, the depth shallow was a foot bath, maybe like, we're, like, I don't, we don't have help. Yeah. It's not fun. And I'm not thrilled about it. And I'm just like, I feel like it's become, honestly, I'll be totally frank with you. I feel like I have turned my attentions to wide receiver because it feels like, you know, the one that the problem it maybe didn't exist. And it's like the new fresher wound for me. The O-line has been a kind of a thing for a minute where I've had to repeat myself about this unfortunate narrative that we are not the O-line that we used to be. And um, here we are again, going into <laughs> a season and we don't know what we're doing. I'm not thrilled. I'm not thrilled. I'm not thrilled. So... I just, I just feel like, you know, in life, 
this, I coached, I coached my team up on this today, actually. So I'm going to coach, I'm going to coach, um, you know, the other team that I love dearly. I feel like I like to be solution oriented, right? Like when there's an issue, instead of panicking, which, you know, innately you can do, let's figure out a solution instead of just, you know, sitting there watching the fire. But for whatever reason, we've decided with this team to, to build a nice little fire, it's like a fire pit and pull up some chairs and stick our marshmallows in it and watch it burn. And I'm just, I'm not thrilled. Like, don't burn my marshmallows. Don't wreck my life. Stop messing up my team. Please protect my quarterback. Thank you. Wise words from Coach Kels. Do you like that? Maybe I should be a coach. Who, who can pull a s'mores motivational speech out of their ass like that? except for a highly paid, highly motivational speaker. I should be a coach. The end. I would, I would run through a wall for me, right? Like, who doesn't love marshmallows? Very motivating. Can't <laughs> like, immediately. Okay, fine. We'll move on to the next thing. I really, like, this drink must be really strong because I've only had, like, three sips and I'm already speaking straight nonsense. Okay. I mean, yeah, these are, this is I my new favorite, I think. I, I kind of thought I liked them. I'm not sure anymore. They're canteen spirits. They are like the, the canned, like cucumber, mint, vodka, soda. There's like a watermelon one too that I think I like. But now that I'm like drinking it again, unclear if I like it or not. So big TBD. Um, <laughs> okay, so I wanna, I, uh, I, we already know the answer to this next one. How are we feeling about special teams? Let's talk about special teams. Let's talk about special teams. Are you panicked? We all know I am. I'm not going to waste um, my breath because we know that I have no chill when it comes to this department. None whatsoever. Yeah, Murphy. Yeah. Um, he says, trust me, she doesn't. She's crazy. Right. See? Has anyone picked up Dicker the Kicker yet? No, dude. But we should. I'm down, dude. Like... <laughs> Yeah, Murphy is too. I am really down for that. And I know people are gonna be like, oh well, we don't we don't need a kicker. No, we could upgrade. I don't know. If, if someone said that, like please see the door. If right we could literally stand to upgrade across the board when it comes to our special teams. So I think I could be totally miss. I mean, I'll be honest. I could be just saying that and who knows, but I'll be honest with you at the same time. It's a very big trigger point for me. I feel like I don't have a lot of confidence in them. This is a very, we talk about all three phases of the game, right? Like I, special teams is one of those things that unless you do something really fancy, people are just like, hey, you know, uh, ignoring them, right? It's kind of like, it's kind of like the O-line where you don't pay attention to them because they're just so solid that they, they do their job. So when they're doing a good job, things just feel par for the course and normal, right? But then when they're not doing their job, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna faint. I'm going to faint, like what is happening? Like, it's like full, like, oh my God, it's happening. The office moment situation. And that's where I feel like special teams is. It's like teetering on this wire. I really got to stop with the analogies tonight. Like they're so tragic. I don't know why I think I could just make all these analogies, but it's just, it's just not, I don't feel really uh, secure in my relationship with special teams. And I feel like I'd like to change that. Bring Cameron Dicker back home to Texas. 
bring him back. Bring him back. Actually, he is. He's from Lake Travis. There you go. Bring him back. Yeah, he needs to come back. The end. They didn't cut him because he's bad. So. Well, we got, we got a lot of bad people on our team, so he can come, he can come to our. Big bad Brett on the team. Big bad Bretty boo. <laughs> My boy Brett. I'm honestly. You said Bretty boo. It just reminded me of uh, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> she's like, Benny, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> so I'm actually, I'm going to. Uh, You've seen it, right? No, yes, but do you think I remember that part? No, absolutely not. I'm so upset. I'm sending you a YouTube video of it. I can do that. Um, I'm sending some of the players like some boots. Um, like I was like talking with Dak and like I was like Megan some boots if you want. I to. know, right? I but I was like I'm gonna send like maybe like Dak and like Dalton Schultz a couple guys like some boots to wear because hopefully they can wear them on game day and look make me look cool and stuff. Maybe yeah. I should send. Maybe I should send Brett Maher a pair of boots. Even and he's gonna be like, who is sending me boots? Like, you know, this like I have no social media. I've just got signed again, no job security. Like, why am I getting a free pair of boots? And it's like they're charity boots, like they're apology boots for being he doesn't even know how much I've wronged him. Maybe that's how I write this ship. Like I just write the energy in the relationship. Only if he's saying if you need to get Cameron uh Dickard's size, like you know yeah i could do that real quick i could get him some real cool ut licensed boots there you, you know? go like he could wear those that would be pretty neat yeah um no so you guys don't worry i'm going to fix the chakra the energy between me and maher and when i do that i will automatically write the ship for our special teams like that's the hypothesis. I've gotten like really superstitious and into energies lately because, you know, sometimes I just think there's so much illogicalness in the world that I have to blame energy instead. So that's what I'm going to go with. That's what I'm going to bank on. I'm here for that. I mean, something's got to give. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, the one thing that has to give is this podcast because my dog's about to eat my legs. Um, Stop. Um, he, he goes to training like two weeks. I'm literally like running around my kitchen away from our dog. He had, two, he had four walks today, guys. Um, and he only walks like 10 steps. So works like so cute, terrible at walking. He learned from his uncle Joe's. Thanks, Dave. Really appreciate that. Um, well, Josie has been walking with two other dogs at the same time. So I don't know if you want to blame him right now. Yeah. Oh, also, ow, stop. I took, no, it doesn't even, I can't even tell the story because my dog's going to eat me alive. A little piranha. I'm going to get on top of this chair so I can like escape my own dog. I'm literally standing on a bar stool to finish this show. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> we appreciate it. So does Murphy, um, apparently. Yeah, go away. Wolf away. I love you so much. Um, make sure you subscribe to the blog of the boys feed wherever your podcast with that Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also hang out with me and Meg on social media. If you want to see, um, my cute little demon dog, he's precious, but he's a nightmare sometimes a la right now. Um, and then also all the Meg's dogs too. Yeah. I see you. Ding dong. 
Um, you can find me at Hey Kelsey Charles on Instagram. And then uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. You guys, I'm literally taking a photo of this and tweeting it. This is my life right now. Uh, <laughs> um, and Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, there's some really important things we need to make sure that you always remember, though. Like, it's really, really important. Megan, those are Dallas forever, Philly for never. Amen. Birds are not real. Bye, guys. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.